Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week on this show, I share with you knowledge and tips, inspiration, and strategies to help you weigh less and live more. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, definitely check that out if you're a YouTuber. A lot of these podcast episodes are pulled from the YouTube videos. I might talk about graphics or links in the description, and the easiest way to get everything that I talk about in this episode is to go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, turn the bell on to get notified every time I post a new video. So I'm an on-the-go learner. I really learn best um, with audio. So that's why I like to turn those YouTube videos into on-the-go learning for you because that's how I learn best. Anyways, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast and left a review on your listening platform of choice, that would mean a lot to me. It also helps the content get seen by and help more people. That's what I'm all about. I am here to help. Now, this week's video is one of my most frequently asked questions, and that's, Morgan, how can I get more protein in my diet? So I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and dive in. I kid you not, every single person that I work with has struggled to find high protein, low carb foods that they enjoy eating to keep them satisfied between meals and keep their insulin levels lower to make weight loss easier. So that's what I'm covering in this video. If you're not already tracking your food using a macronutrient tracking application, I highly recommend that you start doing that if your goal is to learn more about what you're eating and to lose weight. I think this is a really important step for self-accountability and just your overall knowledge about what is in the food that you're eating. It's helpful to enter in a food product and see how many grams of carbohydrates or protein or fat each food has and that's actually what I've done with the foods that I'm going to share with you today. So you're going to see a screenshot of what it looks like when you enter it into Carb Manager. When you're thinking about high protein, low carb foods, the first thing that I want you to think about is meat. There's a lot of conflicting information circulating online that meat is unhealthy for you. It is not. You do not need to be afraid of meat. Now, are some forms of meat healthier for you than others? Of course. So try to find and buy the healthiest, least processed form of meat that you can. Six ounces of chicken has zero carbs and 53 grams of protein. Beef will vary on how much fat it contains, but this picture shows that a six ounce steak has no carbs and 45 grams of protein. Beef sticks can be a quick and easy snack, but you'll want to get a high quality grass-fed beef stick to reduce how much it's processed. One of these sticks has nine grams of protein and no carbs. Let's move on to the seafood. Six ounces of salmon has zero carbs, quite a bit of healthy fat, and it's still an excellent source of protein with 38 grams. Six ounces of shrimp has no carbs and 41 grams of protein. Six ounces of tilapia has no carbs and 44 grams of protein. Three ounces of tuna has no carbs and 17 grams of protein. You could do that as a snack with some celery or these fat snacks almond flour crackers that one of my members raves about. 
Of course, there is pork and other meats and fish that I didn't list here just because I prefer the taste of the other ones instead. I have a couple of dairy options for you too. Cottage cheese has four grams of net carbs and 12 grams of protein and half a cup. A piece of string cheese has two grams of net carbs and seven grams of protein. And one container of the Too Good brand Greek yogurt has three grams of net carbs and 12 grams of protein. I also like the triple zero Greek yogurts. They are a little bit higher in carbs, but have some added fiber. Last but not least are low carb, high protein plants. Now, beans are a good source of protein, but they are also a little higher in starch, so I didn't include them on this list, although I eat them regularly. And tofu from soy is a good high protein, low carb food too, but personally, I do not like tofu, so I'm not gonna recommend something that I don't eat myself. One of my favorite ways to up the protein in a meal is with edamame. You can buy it frozen in a steamer bag and just pop it in the microwave for a few minutes. Half a cup has three grams of net carbs and 10 grams of protein. Hemp hearts are also something that I'll sprinkle on top of chia seed pudding for more protein. Three tablespoons has zero carbs and 10 grams of protein. Pumpkin seeds are a little power food. Three tablespoons have three grams of net carbs and 13 grams of protein. Last but not least on this list are my quick go-tos and those are protein bars and shakes. You'll wanna be careful when you're picking out your products that they, that they don't have artificial sweeteners like sucralose that will raise your insulin. I've covered artificial sweeteners before in this video and you can check that one out next. I personally like the Kirkland protein bars. I like the peanut butter chocolate and brownie flavors most and the cookies and cream flavor least. One bar has about 21 grams of protein and four grams of net carbs, and there's a ton of fiber in these bars too. There are all sorts of protein powders out there. One of my go-tos is this Garden of Life plant-based vanilla. Two scoops has two grams of net carbs and 33 grams of protein. Often I'll make a smoothie with one scoop of this and then one of the yogurts that I mentioned earlier, just for a little less protein powder taste in my smoothie, but still getting the minimum of 30 grams that I shoot for in each meal. So on that list, which one is your favorite? I wanna hear from you in the comments how you're trying to increase your protein in your meals. This is a really important thing, both to improve your satiety and reduce your carb cravings, but also to maintain muscle mass, bone health, and function as you age. If you want a more detailed and comprehensive list of foods, be sure that you download my ultimate food guide to get some more ideas for what foods I recommend to lose weight. And you can definitely get that at weightlossforhealth.com forward slash ultimate food guide. As always, thank you so much for watching this video today. It means a lot to me and I definitely want to hear from you in the comments. If you got any value from this video, be sure that you subscribe to this channel, turn the bell on to get notified every time I post a new video, and tune in next week for more helpful tips. 
So there you have it, my best high protein, low carb foods to help you reach your weight loss and weight maintenance goals. One big tip that I don't think that I mentioned in the video is that I want you to be sure that you're looking for added sugars in your protein bars. Okay, that's a really important point. I used to eat the Cliff bars and those had as much sugar as a Snickers bar. So you have to look for added sugars added artificial sweeteners, especially like sucralose that raises your blood insulin even more than regular sugar. So the next time you're at the store or you're ordering your groceries online, I really hope that you think of this episode and make some different choices to incorporate more protein in your meals. It was a game changer for me. It really helped with my sugar cravings. It helped with my weight loss, and I know that it will help with yours. I hope you liked today's episode. I will talk to you same time, same place next week. Bye for now.